Welcome to Membership Maker, the podcast about how to build a sustainable membership business. I'm your host, Ward Sandler, the co-founder of Memberspace. This podcast is brought to you by Memberspace, which turns any part of your existing website into members only with just a few clicks. It's available for WordPress, Squarespace, Wix, Duda, Webflow, Weebly, Notion, HubSpot, and custom HTML websites. Learn more at memberspace.com. Welcome, everybody. Today, I'm talking with Maris Callahan, the CEO and founder of The Social Broker, a content membership empowering real estate agents to build polished and thriving online brands. She's a longtime believer in social media with 15 years of experience in public relations and social media for big brands, innovative entrepreneurs, and some of the largest national real estate companies. Maris is a returning guest, so welcome back to the Membership Maker Podcast, Maris. Thank you for having me back. It's good to chat again. Yeah, for sure. We know choosing a membership model and membership software is not easy. There are many aspects to think about. You run a very successful content library, and we often get asked about what to consider before starting a membership business like this. That's a great question, and I'm sure is one that a lot of people are thinking about because memberships are pretty hot right now. There are so many out there. And really, I had no idea how many different types of memberships there were before I jumped into the space myself. I think the first thing that I would, if I could go back and tell my past self, you know, something to consider is that it's really not passive income. This is not easy money. It is a lot of work. And really, you know, it's not even comparable to doing a service or selling a product because your membership is always on. You know, people are always going to want access to you as the, you know, if you have a, you know, a personal brand that, you know, includes you as the face of your membership, people will always want to kind of have access to your expertise, your skills. I love what I do. And I love the opportunity to teach real estate agents more about how to use social media meaningfully and how to grow a really successful personal brand that eventually translates into new clients. You know, there is a lot more technical knowledge that I wish I had taken the time to research and to realize that, you know, there's just a lot of logistics involved in running, you know, running a membership brand. And a site like Memberspace is a really awesome solution. I had my idea for my membership for months before I finally pulled the trigger. And part of that was because I didn't know how to, I knew what I wanted to do. I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. Common thing we hear is like, oh boy, I know what I know what I want to do. How do I kind of pull all these pieces together? How do I connect all these tools together? And luckily we're at a point with the internet where you can kind of piece pretty what used to be pretty advanced uh, software together without having to spend a million dollars on a custom developer or an application or things like that. Exactly. Yeah. But question regarding uh, like the content library specifically, is there anything that people should kind of keep in mind when they're, when they're like, you know what, I, I want to have a content library of some kind. Are there any kind of quick tips or best practices you can think of when it comes to that? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, everybody always wants content that's different and content that stands out from what other people are doing. And I think looking outside of your own industry for inspiration is something that's really helped me as I've built my, my repertoire of content that I offer to agents. I don't look at what other real estate um, companies are doing. I look at what other memberships totally outside of my 
my industry might be doing to market to their audiences. So I might look at what a fitness brand is doing or what a fashion brand is doing, but, um, and that's how I kind of keep, you know, content creation and how I can kind of keep bringing new ideas to my membership base. Yeah. It's smart because yeah, for example, real estate, maybe they aren't uh, the most up-to-date in terms of like the best ways to present a content library visually or even from a user experience. So if you just tunnel vision and only look at your industry and you know maybe quasi-competitors, you might think, oh yeah, this is how you should do it. But if you don't branch out and look at like, for example, like fitness, right? That, that was a good example because that's probably like there's so many fitness websites out there, so much uh, fitness content libraries out there, and it's super, super, super competitive. So you're it really creates some of the best stuff you can visually see, some of the best user experience. And so you had to branch out to those other industries. I think that's actually pretty, pretty darn smart. Yeah, and I think my membership is a little bit different from those that I, I know of in that I'm not only giving my members content to consume, which is, you know, videos and strategies and and, you know, informational, educational content for them to kind of use and and repurpose. But I'm actually giving them content to, to take and to post on their own social networks. So not only is there, you know, access to, to kind of to me and to, um, you know, the, the guest experts that I bring in for the sort of consumable content, but there's content that they're going to now use for their audience. So in that regard, I've not only had to get to know who's my target audience and what is it that they're looking for, but who's my audience's audience and what kind of information and content are they looking to consume? Because I think, you know, with any content creation, knowing your audience and knowing what their pain points are is the number one priority. Yeah, 100%. And this is kind of a an aside question, but there's content libraries and then there's courses and there's other like permutations you know, what would, where would you kind of draw the line between a course and a content library? And why, why are you even doing a content library? Why is it not a course? That's a great question. I, um, you know, I really, my goal is not only to, you know, to sort of provide one, you know, one option to agents, um, you know, real estate agents are my clientele and I really want to be a resource to them throughout all stages of their career and all stages of their marketing journey. Some people come to me and everyone is at a different level, right? So some people come to me with a lot of experience on social media and maybe they say, I need a breath of fresh air. My, I'm, I'm tired of posting the same old content. So they come to me for the content. Other people might be just starting out either in real estate or in building a social media presence. And they might be looking for more of a, you know, more fundamental how do I get set up? How do I get started? And what do I post? So by having a membership, it, you know, the content is accessible to people at all times. And it's also, you know, people are able to go at their own pace. All right. So I guess the quick way of saying that would be it's it kind of what does your audience need? What's kind of the availability that they want? It, everyone's audience is a little different in terms of what they're looking for. Some people their audience absolutely wants a very structured step-by-step -step course. Some people want more of a, a buffet of like, give me all the good stuff, add to it over time, and just let me uh, you know, get it as I want. And it sounds like that's more of what your audience is looking for. Yeah. And you know, someone gave me a piece of advice years ago when I had, when I was branching out on my own, having my own business for the first time. And she said, no matter what, you will be successful if you do what you say you're going to do. And I think that's so important in the membership world too, because there is so much competition online for any subject. If you Google fitness or fashion, like how many millions of, you know, of Google results will come up for any topic. So it's important to have consistency, not only in, you know, marketing your membership, but in the 
the product and the service and the accessibility you provide to your base. Right. That makes sense. Maris, thanks for taking the time to talk with us. We really appreciate it. Would you like to share any resource or recommendations for folks trying to learn more about The Social Broker? Thank you. Um, yeah, my website is thesocialbroker.com. And over on Instagram, I'm the.social.broker. Feel free to drop me a DM and say hi. I always love to talk membership shop. Sounds good. Thanks, Maris. Thanks, Ward. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. There's a direct link in the show notes. We really appreciate it. Learn more at memberspace.com.